Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're never like saying no to working by saying no to a client or saying no to a job. You're saying yes to something else. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. This is actually going to be the last episode of 2019, which I truly cannot believe. I know that I say that every year, but man, time just flies. (laughs) It really does. But I don't know. I was talking to someone earlier and I was like, "It, it flies. But at the same time, when you go back and look at everything that you did in a year, it kind of is long. Time is such a weird, a weird concept. But anyway, I wanted to talk in this episode about rest as a freelancer. And I know this seems kind of like woo woo, kind of boring, kind of lame topic, but it's something that we really cannot ignore. I can't stress that enough. It's something that I did ignore for a very long time and that I really struggled with. You know, I think a lot of coaches, a lot of podcasters, quote unquote experts, whatever, people will tell you, you know, rest, take some time off, chill. But that's so much easier said than done. And so I want to actually share some real strategies that I've learned to truly unplug, rest, take care of myself, not just during the holidays, which I will be doing. Like I said, this is the last podcast episode of the year. So I'll be I'll be taking a couple of weeks off of everything in my business for the most part. But just anytime, you know, if you want to take a vacation, if you want to, if you're not feeling well, if you, you know, are going through something with your mental health, whatever it is, it's really important to be able to have these strategies and know how to truly do that and take care of yourself and rest and relax. So let's hop in. Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James and I'm your host. I'm a freelance digital marketer, video creator, and business coach. And this show is an inside look at the world of freelancing featuring tips, tricks, and interviews with people who are doing it right. I'm so excited you're tuning into it. Let's get started. I think the biggest mindset shift I had to make in order to allow myself to truly take time off, to truly rest, was I had to learn how to develop an abundance mindset. I think it's pretty natural for most freelancers when they first get started, when we first get started to have, you know, to be operating sort of from this scarcity mindset, right? Like we got to get all the clients we can because it's a limited supply and there's only so many clients in the world and there's only so many hours in the day and, and all that. And sure, I mean, I think that that has some validity, like I said, when you're first getting started because you know, you might really only have so many people who are willing to take a chance on you, or you might really only know how to do a very limited skill set. But especially once you become a little bit more established, you got to have a mindset shift. And even when you first start out, you got to have a mindset shift. You can't 
be thinking like the world is going to end if you don't say yes to this one client who is calling you on Friday evening at 6 p.m. asking you to get something done that day <laughs> you know the world is not going to end it's funny I actually my partner he he went into his office today and I just said to him just a little you know affirmation for the day a bonus of dating me is you get free affirmations <laughs> I was like Norris have a great day I hope you have a wonderful day just remember uh we're not we're not curing cancer so nothing is really that serious and he was like thank you I really needed that and I think sometimes we all need that right like if we don't say yes to a client, if we don't do all of our clients' demands, the world is not going to end. Most of us, unless you're truly working for like an ambulance company or something, are not saving lives here. So I think that's really important to keep in mind. Now, an abundance mindset essentially says that there is enough for everybody. There is enough room. There's enough time. Things will turn out exactly the way that they're supposed to you know, balance is key, all of that good stuff. So developing an abundance mindset has come to me over time. I think that I have been really scared that I would never get a client. I would never get enough clients. I would never get the right paying clients. And yes, I'm not going to pretend that like every day of my life is roses and sunshine and people are just throwing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars at me. I still have to work, obviously. But I have learned that even when I say no to something, typically something else pops up or that gives me more abundant time to get my stuff in order to search on freelancing boards if I need to or go to events or you know create new case studies or or work on some cold emails so you're never like saying no to working by saying no to a client or saying no to a job you're saying yes to something else when you say no to a client a gig you're saying yes to either putting more time back into your business, working with another client and maybe upselling them or working on rest, which also does have ROI. I know that it's it's hard to see. It's hard to really quantify it because, you know, there's no value, monetary value associated to it necessarily. But let me tell you. So I actually kind of started my holiday break early. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, last week on Friday, I had a meeting or something. I don't remember what I did. I had a, I was outside of the house in the morning. And when I got home around 1 or 2 p.m., I laid on the couch and I watched music videos, Connor Oberst music videos and interviews all day, literally all day. My boyfriend got home, we ate dinner, and then I went in the bedroom and continued watching more Connor Oberst music videos. It was like the weirdest thing. I was just like down this dark hole, you know, and I pretty much did the same thing on Saturday. I I switched up the material a little bit, but I did a lot of just watching YouTube videos and chilling. I slept in until like 930 or 10, stayed in my PJs all day. And it was funny because on Monday morning, I remember I went hard on Monday. I had my last mastermind call of the year. I did like so many things. I launched client projects. I did all this stuff. And I was like, why am I not tired? It was like 7 p.m. And I was just bright eyed, bushy tailed in such a good mood. I was like, why am I not tired? Normally around this time, I would be like ready for a nap, ready for another cup of coffee. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's because I took a day and a half of true rest. And so yes, it does have value. Rest does have value. It makes you a better worker. I felt good about going to work on Monday. I didn't feel like it was a drag. I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I've been working all weekend and all Friday and back to this again. No, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm done with the music videos. I'm ready to to get some stuff done. So, it does have value and I think it's really important to understand that. 
Another way to kind of develop an abundance mindset is to focus on the good. You know, I think I think even with goal setting, I love the new year. You guys, if you have been listening to me or watching me for a while, you know that this is like my favorite time of year. But I think that even I have some kind of internal struggle with it because I think so often we look at these projections, which can sometimes be really unrealistic or can sometimes feel like we just have to do them because everybody else is doing them. And I think what we don't do enough of is reflection. Because if you look back on your 2019 or whatever year you choose and write down all of the things that you achieved, all of the projects that you worked on, all of the contacts that you made, whatever, you know, whatever you want to write down, you will be shook. I I was updating my website the other day and I was writing down all the speaking gigs and appearances and stuff that I did in 2019 or whatever, you know, updating it for the year and, and press mentions and things like that. And I was like, wow, like this is kind of a lot. And so I encourage you to do some kind of reflection like that because it will help you understand again that the life is abundant, you know? I could have gotten asked to be on one stage this year and I got invited to be on like 10, you know? And and I used to always do every single year a kind of year in review video. I'll link some of them in the show notes if you're interested in checking them out. I'm not sure if I'm going to do one for this year because unfortunately, they get a lot of hate. A lot of people really hate to see you happy and accomplished, which is just so sad to me. But um Yeah, I don't know if I'll do one, but even if I don't do one for my YouTube channel, I will definitely be writing some things down, writing down some things that I was grateful for, that kind of thing. Okay, so um, some tips for actually going ahead and getting that rest that you so deeply deserve. Number one, you need to communicate with your clients. And I mean, if you're listening to this on October, or wow, October, December 20th, do it today. Send out an email today. Uh, if you're going to be out of the office next week, which if you are able to, I encourage you to truly like, don't just take Christmas off or just take Christmas Eve and Christmas off. Take like the whole week off. If you can, I'm, I'm, you have my permission. (laughs) If you need validation from anyone, do it, please. So send out an email, you know, just let people know, Hey, I'm going to be working on a limited schedule or I'm going to be out of the office or I'm going to be traveling or whatever it is that you're doing or that you feel comfortable telling them. And just put out a call for final requests. You know, if you have any projects that you need me to wrap up before I head out of the office, please send them through by this time in this date. Or, you know, send them your cell phone number if you don't, if they don't have it yet. Let them know that if there's any emergencies or any last minute things come up, you can text me or, you know, whatever your process is, it's different for everyone. For me, I have been (laughs) kind of letting my clients know that I'm going to be out of the office mid-December on through the rest of the year, like I started letting them know at Thanksgiving time. I think Thanksgiving time, Black Friday time is really good. You know, that's the official start of the holiday season here in the U.S. And so that's a really good time, a really good reminder for me to just start putting it in their ear. And also it's not just for you. They have lives too. So I don't want to be bugging my clients and, you know, asking them for work or turning in work when they're not even in the office. So important to have those conversations early and, you know, just frame it in a way that is polite and respectful. Don't frame it in a way that's like, I'm gonna be out, (laughs) you know, frame it in a way that is, you know, you're taking time for you and you still want to make sure that they're taken care of before you head out of the office. That's a big one. I also implore you to put your out of office on. I think that this is one of those things that a lot of people just don't know how to do if they didn't work in corporate, I noticed. Like for me, an out of office is just 
something that you do every time you're going to be out of the office. And that's something that I just learned in corporate, I think. But I notice a lot of freelancers don't do it. And I'm like, why don't you do this? So you can set an out of office message on Google and you know any, any email client nowadays you can. And just put your info, put the dates that you'll be out of the office. And if you want to, like mine says, if you're a client and this is urgent, text me or something like that, or reply to this email with urgent in the subject line, because my emails still do get pushed through to my phone when I have an out of office on. It's just, they get an auto reply saying, Hey, I'm not in the office. I'm going to get back to you on January 2nd or whenever I decide to come back, which I still haven't decided yet. If you have to do work, next week or whenever you're taking time off, my advice to you is to at least cancel your meetings. Because I know for me, I am totally fine to be in my sweatpants, in my PJs, on the couch, hair tied up, no makeup on, you know, getting some things done. But having to get ready, put on makeup, go out of the office or, you know, do video meetings and things like that, that is just so... Uh, draining for me and it really makes it feel like work I can like edit a document all day long and have keeping up with the Kardashians on in the background or something stupid mind-numbing uh that's totally fine so if you know that you're going to be working but you still want to give yourself some extra rest some extra TLC some self-care cancel your meetings I I did I have an assistant that I meet with every week and I just canceled our standing meetings for the next two weeks I think we're both her and I are both going to be kind of in and out next week truthfully of you know maybe doing a little bit of work here and there but we don't need to meet face to face we don't on Christmas day nope not happening or any other day next week now another tip that I have is if you're anything like me I for the longest time I'm starting to get out of this. Example A is like last Friday, me laying on the couch watching music videos all day. That was pretty mind numbing and like didn't really have any purpose. But for a long time, I really struggled to do things that didn't have any purpose. I really did. I I was like, everything needs to be deep and meaningful and revenue generating. and, and, And I don't know, it's not even that it was coming from a place of like, oh, I need money. I need, you know, I need to earn money. I, I'm, it wasn't coming from that place. It was just like, I want to make my time on this earth productive and useful. It's very deep and and high pressure and unnecessary. But I think a lot of freelancers and entrepreneurs are like that. I think that's our innate gift and our innate curse to some extent. So if you're like that and you struggle with doing nothing, my tip for you is to work on some personal goals over your holiday break or your vacation. And I think that having personal goals Uh, was another big mindset shift for me. I always used to think like entrepreneurship is all about doing the work and working hard and, and, you know, being, learning all these business techniques and things like that. But I really do think that some of the most successful business people have great personal goals as well. You know, they, they, they do more than just their business. They have things that they work on. They have routines that, you know, maybe they work out. Maybe they like to go to plays or read or whatever it is. I, I think it, it definitely is tied to being a more holistic kind of balanced person. And so some of the things that I'm actually going to be working on over the next few weeks, because, you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to have a couple of days where I lay on the couch and like watch a movie or something, but that will get old. That gets old after a while. Uh, some of the personal goals that I'm going to be working on, number one, I want to work on my French a little bit. So I studied French all throughout high school and college, and I'm like almost fluent. Like I can read it pretty impeccably. Not accurate. Let me not get ahead of myself. Let me not say impeccably. Everyone's going to be like DMing me in French and I'm going to be like, what? No, not impeccably, but I can read it pretty well. 
Um, and I can speak it decently as well. Like I go to Montreal pretty pretty frequently and I do okay there. We did really well in France. I feel like my French is way better. French version of France version of French. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, but I, I want to get better. I, I really want to become fluent in, in my lifetime. Honestly, I want to live in France at some point in my life, even if it's just like a few months out of the year or something. So, and I definitely want to go back. I don't know if I'll go back in 2020 or if it won't be until 2021, but I definitely want to go back to France soon. And I want to be even more confident than I was the first time that I went. So anyway, I'll be probably watching some French films. You know, that's a way to have leisure time, but also feel like you're accomplishing something. Uh, working towards a personal goal, but also enjoying a nice film, maybe listening to some French music, reading some French books, and of course, you know, playing on my good old Duolingo app, which my mom is super into too. So she's learning French on Duolingo as well. So maybe we can do that together a little bit. But yeah, I know I have a lot of international listeners. So if anyone has any favorite French films or books that I should check out over the holiday, slide in my DMs. Let me know. Hit me up. I'd love to um, check some new ones out. Another thing that I'm going to be working on as a personal goal is some new recipes. So I do really, I'm really liking cooking recently, which I never thought I would say. I didn't start to like to cook until I I went full time with my business because I actually have the time to and I feel like I'm able to like clean up properly. That is my pet peeve is having a messy kitchen. And when you work a nine to five and a five to nine, it's like, where do you have the time? You know, it's it's just this whole thing. So I'm going to probably be doing some some research on some good recipes. I am uh, vegetarian and gluten-free, but if anyone has any recipes for me with those food restrictions in mind, you can also hit me up. And another thing that I think I'm going to be working on, maybe maybe won't be working on all these things, just saying, you don't have to make this exhaustive list, but just a couple things that I've been wanting to do. Uh, I want to deep clean my house. I think that, again, having time off throughout the year is a really, you know, we're busy. It's hard to do like a true deep clean of your house. I mean, I want to move my refrigerator. I want to, you know, like do all the things and also get rid of some stuff and donate some clothes and stuff to charity and and do all that good stuff. Last thing I want to talk about is low impact work. So I know that not all of us are able to fully take time off And even if we are, even if we make these personal goals, listen, I would be lying to you if I said that I'm not going to open up my laptop. And honestly, like I want to, it's nice to kind of get ahead and get prepared for the new year. There are some things that I would like to kind of tackle, but I think it's important to differentiate between the high impact, high stress, urgent, you know, fire drill type work that stresses us out and that's really hard and the low impact work that's really going to fuel our businesses for the new year that's going to you know just treat us well and not stress us out so i want to tell you about some some of the work projects that i will be working on over my break if i have time to and if i feel inclined to i think that this time of year is really good for kind of maintenance type work so one of the things that i have on my list is working on my client onboarding packets So I, right now, my client onboarding system is actually kind of like not that good. I I send them random Google Docs when they need them. And I really want to send a nice, polished, branded PDF over to them as a standard practice. So that's something that both me and my assistant will probably be working on kind of when we can leading up until the new year. Also clearing out my inbox. Your email inbox 
is so valuable. The amount of people who have reached out that maybe, you know, told me to reach back out later in the year or didn't follow up with me or, or whatever it is, or I forgot to follow up with. You can get some really good leads out of just going through your old emails, making sure that everyone's been replied to, following up with old clients as well, like clients who maybe I did a one-off video project with. I want to follow back up and see if they need anything for the new year so I can get them on my books for 2020. And that way I'm prepared too. I'm not going to be having this request come through out of left field. I'll already have it on my calendar. I may also be doing some guest research for the podcast. So definitely, you know, want to continue getting some amazing guests on the show. So if you have any recommendations for that, feel free to hit me up. I think that I actually have a contact form on my website. You can go to latashajames.com slash contact and you can submit um, somebody if you're interested in hearing them on the show or if you're somebody who might have a good, interesting story to tell, you can feel free to pitch me there. Uh, And then I'm also probably going to be working on, actually, I already have a survey going out about content and masterminds and coaching and all that stuff. So working on those types of maintenance type things, those annual type of things, doing surveys. If you are not a coach or you don't have content that you want to survey people on, you can also do a similar thing for your clients. So serving clients, asking them how the onboarding process was, asking them, you know, how you're doing. This is a great time to ask for testimonials, all that good stuff. Website updates, another good one. I need to add like my new course to my course page. I need to add information about my upcoming masterminds. I need to, you know, just make sure that my about section is up to date. All of those speaking gigs that I did in 2019 are reflected in press and all that stuff. Again, pretty low impact, but it's just one of those maintenance things that truly needs to get done every year. And lastly, this is a little bit more ambitious, but if you feel inclined to work on some portfolio projects, now might be a good time. You know, if there's a new type of content that you've been wanting to create and just haven't gotten the opportunity to, maybe it's a good time to reach out if you have a friend who has a t-shirt line or, you know, a friend who owns a store and say, hey, I'd love to shoot some photos for you uh, over the holiday time or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you've been meaning to do. My advice for that, though, is like don't do a portfolio project that is a monthly social media management package or kind of this long term thing. Make it like, uh, hey, I'll I'll edit one 20 set of photos for you, or I'll take 10 photos for you, you know, something small that you can do in a day, in a couple hours, just to add to your portfolio and help you build up and get ready for the new year. So that's what I've got. That's what I've got on the agenda for the next few weeks while I try to recharge a little bit. This podcast will be back on the 10th of January. 10th of January, y'all. I might come in with a a mini episode on the 3rd. I haven't really decided yet, but next full episode will be back on the 10th. So that's, I'm not going to talk to you for a couple weeks here, but I think it'll be good. And feel free to go back and listen to old episodes. Feel free to join me over on YouTube. My YouTube is just my first and last name, Latasha James. I have been posting a lot of content there and I probably will be posting throughout this break as well. I really want to focus on growing my YouTube channel for the new year and just better connecting and, and working on my content strategy over there. So please, please, please tune into my YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't yet. And I am so excited for what's to come in the new year. I'm going to be working on some really exciting things for you guys. And I I truly think that you are going to love it. So that's it. That's all. Follow me on my social channels. Join the Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram at the Latasha James. Let me know what you're going to be up to over the break. If you're taking a break, I hope you are. 
and I will talk to you in the new year. I'm Latasha James, and that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to review it on iTunes or share it with a friend. This podcast is all about community, so you can also go ahead and head over to the Facebook group. It's called the Freelance Friday Podcast Community, or follow me on social. My handle is the Latasha James across all platforms. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode. And like I said, feel free to share it with a friend, tag a friend, screenshot the episode and tag a friend. It really helps us grow this community. And my goal is to help as many people through this collective community become better freelancers and more empowered freelancers. So that's it for the episode. I'll talk to you in the next one. It airs every single Friday. I'll talk to you again then.